Classic, oh. classic in the books. That was one of your best. Thank I would you. say. Thank you. Yeah. I've been thinking about that one for weeks, but surprisingly, already can't remember. It. You've been sitting on it. I've You've been, been sitting, sitting on it. it. I've already like forgotten. A hot guy's face. Oh yeah, I saw that actually. Yeah, you, you I remember that, that one. one. Traumatizing. Good. Hey folks, uh, it's me. Uh, who am I? Simon Gibson. Who are you? And I'm M.K. Paulson. I made you say both names. That was fun though. That was fun. This is. Roommates for life. life. Oh, oh my God, we can't get away from each other, no matter. America's premier adult sad pork uh, podcast content brand lifestyle. It's a lifestyle brand for adult fats with podcasts that are poor. Uh, uh, what's been going on with you this week? I missed you. I've seen a lot of you actually. Yeah, too, we've been not too much. too much, but a good the right enough, amount. Enough. The right yeah. amount. Yeah. Uh, what has been going on with me? I've been here. I've been there. I've been yonder. I've been floating around. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things of the past week that happened, we can call this part of the Middlebury Roundup, was yeah. when we were watching the Super Bowl. Yes. And they had that beautiful, or no, no, it was the Lakers, the, the Lakers game after Kobe's passing. Oh, yeah. Which is very sad. We're not going to yeah. make fun of it or make jokes about it at all. No. But what happened, they were doing that tribute. I don't know if you guys have heard about our fridge. It just moans. It just makes weird noises from time It's to made time. an appearance on Confrontation Corner, it has, our it piece has. of shit I fridge. call it Moaning Myrtle. Talk about ruining start, a podcast. Yeah. It'll just start making noises for no reason. And they were they had this really beautiful tribute to Kobe. And then on TV, they had well, a moment was, of silence. Yes. I like a 24-second moment of silence. Yes. And literally, like, in second number three. Our we're, fridge just goes. We're not the kind of guys that are like, oh, we're gonna, you know. But we were probably like, oh, they're having a moment. We of were silence. also we'll just be quiet. We we'll were be, respecting we'll the moment of silence for and sure. We're in like second number four, and our fridge just starts going. <laughs> so insane! I thought it was crying for it was, Kobe. It was. It was horrible. It was I mean, just, that fridge probably, it's probably an L.A. fridge, so, you know, it is sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Also on its last uh, legs Also as on well. its last leg. We need to get rid of that fridge. I'm, I'm not buying, I'm specifically, like, only buying two days worth of groceries at mm. a time because of that fridge. Right. I'm not, no more ice cream for no me. No more ice cream? Probably a good thing. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> the fattest I've ever been. <laughs> but also the best looking. Yeah. A comic uh, who I always <laughs> looked at and was like, this person's so much fatter yeah. than me. Hey. Last night called me chubbier than him, <laughs> and I it ruined my whole night. And then I and then I just talked shit about him for like four minutes during my set, and then realized he had left thirty minutes yeah, ago. He so there. I was he just talking shit about a person spot. that wasn't even there. So Simon didn't look bitter at all, just screaming about a guy that wasn't in the parking lot anymore. <laughs> yeah, screaming that. in a parking lot <laughs> show. Uh, it was a golden hour. It was a magical night. Every Sunday, folks. We, we Great did a show. golden hour on Super Bowl Sunday, and it people okay. came out. We people had 40 came out. People there. Yeah. So, uh, and they all, you know, the sports ball crowd. The sports. How ball many crowd. touchdowns uh, in a punt? Well, we realized we're like, I bet our crowd actually would come out because they're they're not like sports people. But we are canceling it next week because it's Oscar Sunday. Now, <laughs> so, now you know where you are. Yeah, you know where you, you know where you are. You know where you are. We're in L.A. We're not doing a show on Oscar Sunday, but we will for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Nobody cares about sports. Nobody cares. Uh, what's been going on with me? Thanks for asking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this week was, uh, you know, it was kind of a I don't know what happened. Yeah. I I went hard actually on the on the partying. You had a, you a, a couple of rages. I raged. 
aged. Well, the Super Bowl, I celebrate for the whole weekend. Yeah, it's, I mean, a, that's, it's like you're turning 30. And then it's I'm, a whole month-long thing. It's a month-long thing. And then I'm too hungover on the Super Bowl <laughs> to even care. Uh, I went to two separate, two separate parties. And yeah, so I just kind of feel, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a little... Little worn down. I'm ready to just kind of, you know, drink my juice, mm-hmm. eat my salads, mm-hmm. get back to my slim and trim ways. Slim and that trim. He's is in part the of my brand. He's slim. He's trim. Uh, but you know, hey, none of that because no, no. we're on location. We're, once again, I think we are the most famous podcast for going to people's apartments and talking about ourselves for the first 15 minutes while we're squatting in people's apartments. We are so desperate we're for so desperate. guests and so a comfortable, safe place. What? You live in Phoenix? We'll be there. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm on my way. <laughs> we'll take it. But we uh, in a very special home right now. Very special uh, home. On location. Not too far from our own home. Less than a mile. But a much nicer area, I'm going to say it. Yeah, it's less than a mile, and yet it could not be further further away. Further in vibe. <laughs> further in vibe. Uh, yeah, should we introduce our Oh, guest? let's get him on. Let's All get right. him on here. This first gentleman coming to the stage right now. You've seen him on Comedy Central. He hosts Chatterbox Comedy at Chatterbox. Is it a bar? Is it, the bar's called Chatterbox. Yep. Uh, Chatterbox. I've done it. I should know this. He hosts. He's a bit of a podcast impresario. Uh, he he's, he has several called The Male Gaze, Who's Your God, Views from the Vista. Also, fun facts about this feller, uh, was senior class president mm. and I'd winter formal king, and I'm going to say it, wreck me king. You've also seen Hello. him as the ethical slut ambassador of 2015. Make some noise for the complex talents of Steve Hernandez. Great oh to God. be here. Yes. Great to be here. You know, I uh, I won't tell you. I'll tell you the person's name off uh, mic, but I remember I went to support, I think Scott Lurs or something. We went to the Moth, and there was <laughs> just a, no, no, no. There, there oh, was, and there person. was a super okay. fat guy there yeah. uh, who also did the Moth, like super fat guy. Yeah. And I remember... Uh, we got off, me and like Scott and a Buck Ball were like hanging out after Buck oh, Ball had done Buck. the story. And then some woman came up to Buck and said, Oh, you were great. And then she turned to me and she said, You were great too. And I was like, Ah, no! <laughs> it, it hurt me oh. so bad. I, I think I tried to diet for a couple of days, but then yeah. I gave up. Yeah. Well, at least she said, Great. Sometimes they're like, And you were also up there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She well, mistakes you for a fatter guy and also critiques your set. I just, listen, I am fat and I like, um, I don't. I just forget. Uh, I mean, you don't forget, do you, Simon? I mean, I think I wear it well, so it's kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do too. They, so it's like, yeah. I try not to think about it too they much. Say but, uh, elephants never forget. Uh, hey, <laughs> well, I'll never forget that comment, and I already have a confrontation. But Steve's not all. This Steve time, would be enough. If it were just him, but that's not all. Come we on, also who else have, we got? Have uh, another comic coming to stage. Uh, Steve's roommate uh, and Laver. Can yeah. we say that? I yeah. don't want to speak for them. You can't He's, say it like that. Yeah, Laver. Yeah, Pete Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody called crashing. <laughs> You've seen her on Chatterbox. She's also been a guest on all the previously mentioned podcasts that Steve talked about. Mm-hmm. She has her own podcast, which is hot. It's hot. It's a hot cast. People love it. People are talking about it. It's called What's Your Sign? Check it out. And fun fact about her, she was a three-time USA National High School dance champ. Oh. Make some noise for the amazing Julia, Julia Loco. Hello. <laughs> thanks for being here. Thank you for being here at our apartment. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being here in the place that you live. This we is, take it over. This is like a Postmates, but 
podcasting. We're the Postmates of Pod. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you should promote it. Y'all have an extra bedroom. Are you looking for a roommate? It doesn't have a bed, but you can like someone did live in that room on an air mattress on the floor for a long time. So. How long? <laughs> uh, I don't know, like three months, four months. Well, we had this Russian yeah. guy. Um, uh, I had a Russian roommate who moved in after. Uh, I we'll, we'll get to it later, but he moved in and he lived here about. He was supposed to move out, and Julia moved in. Yeah, and then he was like, mm, "My brother's coming soon, so I'm just gonna stay here for like four or five months." Mm-hmm. And then about a month or two later, he said, "Say, hey, is it okay if my brother moves when he moves here from Russia? Is it okay if he just sleeps on the couch for a couple of months?" Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just, you know, me. I gotta say, uh, Russian roommates has been a recurring theme <laughs> on this podcast. That's and true. Yeah, have good thoughts about it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's well, had one. Yeah, it's yeah, strange. Like last week was our no, a couple. We had a listener submitted story about a Russian roommate. Yeah, Russians. We've all agreed are the white people you can still make fun of. That it is socially appropriate. <laughs> That's that true. Yeah, really. Thank rip God. A new one. Thank God. Uh, anyway. uh, so tell us about yourselves, you guys. You live together. We live together. You're a couple. You're a laver. We. <laughs> if you guys keep doing that. We- with <laughs> I'm gonna walk off. Yeah, he's walk. He's moving out. He's going. He's gonna go to his room. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> we live together. We love together. Um, you're sitting at this new table that we just oh, got. It is a great table. This table. We write. We write. So we, I mean, I feel like this. Our apartment is actually kind of Instagram famous from oh. Steve's stories. There's a recurring, oh, 100%. a lot of recurring mm-hmm. uh, motifs and and imagery. So I know what shows to watch <laughs> by the pictures of you sitting on the couch. Yeah, I mean, like, and that's we're here with the couch. Yeah, oh, it's a good one. Couch. It's a famous couch. I, I moved here uh, right after my divorce, uh, probably about six years ago, six and a half years yeah. ago. And uh, Simon, I think you'd been here before. I lived with this. Uh, terrible guy named pete mm. uh he, he'd probably sue me but i don't care he'd probably listen to everything i mean he is a listener so. yeah <laughs> one time I, do you remember reach. when he made me call that boss <laughs> <laughs> wait what you can tell i was like are we jumping power. the gun i was like are we jumping the gun on the roommate talk no, no. We okay get one right time into this it. was like when steve and i first started dating i was not living here this was when the old roommate pete was living here and he like got fi- i don't know if he quit his job or got fired but he was looking for a new job and no one was calling him back on like his applications or whatever and he was yeah. like <laughs> i don't know why life. he asked me because it's not like i would just like come over he would be here but we wouldn't like hang out it wasn't one of those situations where you're like friends with the roommate or oh yeah friends this motherfucker would work from work i'm doing quotes work yeah. from home and he would just c- wake up like at 8 30 or 9 a.m come out here and just like pull up his laptop and on the living room and just start like laughing and watching youtube videos and, stuff. and he would oh. sit in that chair with his grubby hands i had to scrub that chair so so yeah. much <laughs> i hate people's hands Simon actually does out. hate my hands because i lick them and put them in the bag Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's not like an innuendo. That's a callback. That <laughs> yeah. maybe was our, our confrontation from the very first week. That w- yeah, and it's it's still going strong. Um, <laughs> the way that you did that, like, I would uh, also confront you about yeah. it. I don't do it like that, but I do like if I'm eating chips, and then I'll... You're, like, uh, your like, hand, I'll and then you're going yeah, back no. in. But is this a communal bag of chips? No, I mean, it's <laughs> my fucking bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> this piece of shit. <laughs> Let me tell you. He, he gets mad at me 
I mean, and this is shocking, I'm sure, to many people, but I buy <laughs> snacks and then I don't eat them that fast. They it are is, around for a while. That is shocking. Okay, actually. hold on, though. Yeah. Yeah. A, that is serial and when I Hold on. I'm kind, no, okay. I'm, I'm kind of going on MK's side right now. With okay, that, okay. But also, though, when I say a while, I mean like a week and a half, two weeks. I think that's a long time but for a bag of chips. But we're not even talking like a big bag of chips. Like, it'll be a little bag of Doritos. <laughs> and you'll eat half of it. And then you'll... And you won't even like, how do you I have this? So, awesome. Where are you doing your eating if not? <laughs> I know it's shocking to people. Uh, you know, I do a lot of bathroom eating. <laughs> do a lot of car I'm eating. I'm a car eater. I love so. a good car while watching, you know, YouTube videos uh, <laughs> with the with the phone in the steering wheel. You sure. know, like a little movie. Sure. <laughs> All right. So Pete was not getting hired for things. They were not returning his calls. So he asked me again. I do not know why he asked me this, but he just was like, "Would you mind?" Call, pretending to be someone who's hiring me. Oh my God. Calling my old boss as a reference and seeing what he says about me. Oh. But wow. That's actually kind of smart. That is, that's smart. That's, that's sneaky Pete right there. Sneaky Pete. That's sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete. Oh man, Simon, you know I love a sneaky Pete. I love a sneaky Pete. But I, so I called and, um, I just had to be like the guy was like, "Where are you calling from?" I like made up some production company and just <laughs> used all of my UCB training. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. Just was like, oh, "I'm looking to hire someone that used to be your employee." Um, you know, just taking him on for like a general assistant job. A lot of you know errands and production notes. Or yeah, something like yeah, just making. And he was like very nice about it. And I was like, "No, you're just no one wants to call you in because you suck." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what did, did the guy was he like? Did he rip him a new? One or was he no, he was very no, nice. No, I was just like, is there anything you should know? And he was just like, yeah, you know, is this like there nothing, nothing <laughs> you're remarkable. Like, so you're sure he's a good guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, so should I? Ha- like, you don't yeah. have anything like fucked up to feel, say about it? <laughs> how do you feel about his hands? Yeah, <laughs> talk about his hands <laughs> specifically. Pete, he was just such a like little, just a little fucking dweeb. He, he will sue me, but yeah, dweeb. Uh, I remember one time I came um, with uh, I, I Lauren Brenner. You know Lauren Brenner. Yeah. Lauren Brenner was going to, we were going to go to the Dixie Chicks, but I had to come by and shower real quick. Of course. So I came by, Lauren sat at the table and Pete was here and Pete started talking. I was like, let me go shower real quick. Mm-hmm. Lauren's like a hot chick or whatever. So when we were leaving, I kind of heard, um, I heard some talking going on and then I was leaving. She's like, your roommate offered me a beer. <laughs> And uh, when I said, okay, he just took a little, he had a bottle of beer open that he was drinking, and he just took a little bit and poured it in a glass and gave it to her. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Lauren was disgusted because she's like a hot girl, and she was like, I've never been treated as such. I don't even think that's hot. I mean, I think she probably had hot girl Lauren's like a snot, yeah. But that also is like... That's just gross. That's serial killer behavior for sure. Yeah. Especially if you don't know that per like a stranger that's yeah. just like I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, <laughs> was it was he broke? Did he have did he have lots of beers or was no, this no a, no he was he was always broke. Yeah. See, like, I feel like this is something I would do. I would <laughs> offer someone a beer not thinking they would take it and then they say yes and I'm like, Oh well, we can split this. Yeah. One beer that but I But then have. you at least have to do the put on the show of yeah. like no, go to just, the fridge. I don't see I, that you, you don't you really don't even have to offer him if that, yeah. you yeah. just have this one fucking beer. Yeah. yeah. And uh he he always worked from home and he would um uh, write like listicles or then do work for like crazy like bad people that he would describe as crazy. Ooh. But he uh he did only give me one week notice. 
Um, before moving out. Before moving out. And he yeah. didn't even give me the notice. Yeah. On a Saturday, I checked. I was just going through Facebook, mm-hmm. and I saw that he wrote this, like, goodbye LA post. That oh, was, God. Yeah, that was like... They, you know, I've been out here for seven years, and you know, I, I feel like I've given it my best, but I have to go leave the town now or whatever. And yeah, I, I, just I can't like wait walked. till I get to that. Moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many likes do you think it'll get? Yeah, you know, so. he just didn't get many. Uh, <laughs> and he, oh, there's I, nothing fun, worse than that. Fun fact is he's back in town now. Oh, no, gosh. yeah. So he's he's kind of a comedy adjacent. So yeah, that's why I know it'll get me at some point. But uh, yeah, what I just do? walked in the living room with the, my laptop. I was like, "Are you moving out?" And he was like. Yeah, and so I had to go. We had to do this full on like Craigslist. Like, I need someone in here. Yeah. Well, and it sucks because so many people do like gig economy jobs. Mm-hmm. So people don't have any. There was like all these people that applied it, but no one could get in the apartment because nobody has fucking pay stubs or this any sort of thing. Strict. Yeah, very about like how you oh. how you can prove income because yeah. of however however you get paid through those things. So yeah. It's, not to not to get too serious, but we are talking about roommates. But that is stuff, crazy. You know, I mean, so. I think about that if like we moved out of our place. Like I well, no like, one in our apartment is on the lease at all. Yeah, who is though? Don't say, or can you not say? Is this legally? <laughs> I mean, I have no idea at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but do- but there's uh, there was four original people yeah. that moved into the apartment we're in now. Yeah, none of them have lived there for years. Yeah, and it's just been this kind of like. I don't know, hostile type situation, just kind of like, you know, who turns in the rent? Uh, Well, we, I mean, that's the thing. We do. We still get a cash or a check. We do. Dude, the way they do it, we have to do money orders or cashier's checks. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Um, So that's good for you guys. So they don't do personal checks at all. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess it's good, but we like have to, it's always a pain to just like deal with it. Like, go up to the fucking post office, get it, blah, 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 blah. Well, and also, they changed it. So, for a while, you know, it was the personal check, and then I could, you know, uh, do one of those things where I'm like, well, write the check. They ain't going to cash, cash it for a few days. But then buying a money order, it's like, I have to have, have that it. money, you know? Oh, yeah, that does suck. So, and, it really kind of... Now, they're telling us we have to have renter's insurance. And now, we got to have renter's insurance. So, we have and, to figure that out. And I'm like, I don't Renter's know. insurance is pretty cheap. Can we get it, though, if we're not on a lease? Absolutely. Yeah. Insurance companies just want to take your money. Yeah. Yeah. They're not making it hard. It's like 15 bucks a month. Yeah. Okay, good. So that's yeah. good. I, I mean, was, that I've almost been, like, stressed out about them. That almost oh, wrecked us. Should we have renter's insurance? I have renter's insurance. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, what? Look at you. Yeah. They just Is this our confrontation? In. <laughs> <laughs> they just wrote me into it. But Steve, it's you're my winter formal king. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for big, it's almost worth it just for the big purchases like your computer and your TV and shit like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's all. I remember I went on, I went to visit, I have a friend who lives abroad, not to brag, mm. um, but I went to visit her and she's living in <laughs> London and we went while we were on, uh, we like went somewhere else and while we were gone, her apartment got robbed, like broken um, into mm. and they didn't take, they, I don't, I forget what they took. They like left a bunch of stuff, but her and her friend who have like real jobs and everything, they were talking about like renter's insurance, but also traveler's insurance and all yeah. this shit. And I was like, I can't imagine a world where I have all of these insurances. <laughs> yeah. I'm just really, really careful. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I, <laughs> I don't have health insurance. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really careful. I was yeah. like, I didn't know there were other ones besides health and car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just kind of got health insurance well i you know the covered california i'd yeah. i'd signed up last year and then never went to the doctor 
for a ho- the whole year that I had it. And then this year, I'm like, dude, I got, I just have to start doing it again. And for the last two years, I've just been like convinced that I have skin cancer. I'm just like, I got these moles. I'm in the sun, you know. Two are years you, just stressing about it. Are you it. keeping an eye on them? Or they keeping an shape? eye on them, but I have no idea. I'm like, I don't even remember this one or that one. And then last week, I go to the dermatologist, and she looks at me for like five minutes all over my body. And she's like, you're good. Yeah. You're fine. That's what always ends up happening. And it's just like two years of my life in the back and then the front of my mind in five minutes. Like, nah, you're that's nah, fine. Nah, get out. Uh, so get that health insurance, <laughs> and you can this be as happy as me. Talk with Simon yeah. Gibson. This is another edition of Mold Talk with Simon Fat. I'm here to talk about. <laughs> I know. Not only is he fat, but ladies, he's got moles, moles all over his yeah. body. Moles yeah. in every area code. Is he also short? <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> not also not on a lease. Yeah. <laughs> I live off the grid. Hey, some might money say orders, lease free. Money orders. And moles, ladies. <laughs> Are you still you're still dating that girl, right, Simon? Mm-hmm. Thank God. Yeah, right. it's going great. Good. She's great. Yeah, she is awesome. All right. I'm tired of you bringing Simon these randos doesn't... to shows for no reason. <laughs> Those randos? Yeah. You would bring Steve... a rando to shows all the time. I'm like, what are you doing, Simon? Steve gave me so much shit uh for I don't <laughs> even remember. My mind. I don't even I like... remember when this was, but you know, for a while I was on a lot of shows. You know, it's <laughs> slowed down now, but uh <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so a lot of times when, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is a funny thing, uh, because me and Lindsay on our second date, she came to a show <laughs> at Westside, mm-hmm. Westside Comedy Theater, plug, great theater. I bombed there like 60% of the time, uh, but not this time I did really well. And then that kind of coasted me through for a solid few yeah, months. Yeah, I guess you know? I know. I mean, it's, I, now that I'm saying, I know it's so stupid. I just haven't really dated. Uh, I, I mean, I promised after my divorce that I wouldn't uh, get a girlfriend for exactly one year, and then I got Julia for exactly one one year. After that, for five years, we've been dating now. Yeah. Oh wow. So, um, so you yeah. really were like one year. And it, or did it? Just I just that you yeah. I am just such a serial monogamist that oh. I will. I just will. I've had a girlfriend since I was fourteen years old. Wow! And that most of the time, and you had to take that year to just kind of figure some. Well, I just because I was so miserable and yeah. sad and like yeah. a broken person. Yeah. But there's still girls who even wanted to be my girlfriend then, and I had to like say like, I can't. I'm a shell of a man right now. I'm this a shell of a man. My mind, not because I like don't understand. As somebody, I've been single my entire life, and I'm like. How are people in relationship? Like, well, I'm just do you like, want to be in one? I don't know. That's a no. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's, that's a no. The thing. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I yeah. he's my first like boyfriend. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, I think that there are just people that are like our relationship people, and I think that it's like a a mutual exchange of vulnerability. Right, that if right, you right. aren't used to doing that, like. <laughs> I mean, I we didn't start dating until I was 27, 26, right. or whatever. But 27, that, Julia. I had just turned 27. <laughs> That's so important. I want to know um, that you can rent a car. But <laughs> yeah. but that I mean, yeah, it's just like a diff I don't know, it's 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 a different like yeah, way of being. If you really, haven't been doing it since you're a teenager, which a lot of people have. I think yeah. it goes like 
I used to feel like it was more uh, uncommon, but I know tons of people, tons of comedians at least. I don't, yeah. know, about, <laughs> I don't know what that says about <laughs> us, but uh, like, yeah, just if you haven't gone, if you haven't been doing it your whole life, it's it's just you are used to the way of being that is not in a relationship. But it seems so. I've thought about that. Like to me, it seems also that like there's just so many that like. For me, I'm like, well, first of all, I'm gay, right? So there goes 90% of the population. Then the other half of the gays are lesbians. So that's 5% of the population. Then it's like, yeah, it has to be the right age. Then it has to be all of these. And then it has to be somebody that, like, I have a very unique lifestyle. You know, like doing comedy is just so hard to ask somebody to get on board with. And then it's like, if you get past all that, oh, there's got to be a spark. You know, you got to like like each other at the same yeah. time. Mm -hmm. Then you have to kind of have at least philosophies about life that complement each other. Like, I don't know. Can you... Can, I don't know if I could date somebody that was like a hardcore atheist. You know, I like. And then it, also, you only like tall guys, so oh, it's well, hard I mean, to I hard like, to find. I'm, I'm I'm insecure about sometimes how tall I am, so I don't always want to date like short guys because I'm just reminded of how like huge of a human being I am. MK was dating this guy for a little bit who looked so much like MK, mm -hmm. except a foot taller. Or I'm sorry, foot shorter. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like taller. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was seven five. It's like what a bunch of freaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, foot shorter. Ah, I'm sorry, I messed that up. And it was yeah, I was like watching you know Austin Powers too. It was very cute, very yeah. funny. I really liked it. But then people did like people did keep asking like, oh, you guys are you guys brothers? <laughs> And I was like, "Oh man, this is that's gonna." Yeah, it's hard. You you got to cut out. You're. I mean, yeah. ju you just did the numbers on the thing. It's so yeah. minuscule. But I, but that has nothing to do with whether or not you want one. I know. I think I do. But then I'm like, well, I don't make an effort. I don't. I think you have to go on like a hundred dates, and I'm like, I don't. You got to put yourself of sitting out, yeah. down and talking to somebody about Ohio. I'm like, I just. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, folks. You know, I mean, we, we know how we love our Ohio listeners. Yeah, we love Ohio. We also know how hard dating is. You know yeah. what I mean, folks. Uh, yeah. I just say folks a bunch. <laughs> I can relate, folks. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, I think. Uh, I think having you someone like you always like being in relationships too. I mean, I, I, you know, there was uh, I would jump. But after, you know, the last one, I would jump into these like little mini relationships, you know, like little two, three months things that were like really intense. And then I'd be like, whoa, why did I do that? You know, yeah. <laughs> why did I get why did I because it's me making them feel like this is the most important thing. And then I would pull away and then like resent them for believing what I said, you know, <laughs> yeah. insane. And well, so then that's I mean, I think people do that a lot and that's super self-aware for you to be able to break it down in those exact terms because that's a lot of people are like, well, I don't got, I don't know why she got so fucking crazy. Yeah. It was only this amount of yeah, time. Yeah, so yeah. understanding your own role in it, I think is very uh, mature and, and self-aware. Thanks. Yeah, that couple of words that no one's ever used to describe Simon. I know. So <laughs> mature Surprise. and self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> you have a sense of shame. And yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked, actually. Yeah, and great boundaries, <laughs> you know. Um, I've got a lot of paternal energy, and I like to, I just like to take care of someone. So I take it up, and I'll build it up, so... And you actually like to I think it's funny like hearing you say that you actually like talking to people and all of these things too and so I think a lot of the things yeah. that are I mean I don't 
I like talking to people, but also I feel what you're saying about yeah, like, yeah. oh, I don't want to talk to someone about Ohio. Like, yeah. I think especially if you're used to being on your own and kind of existing in your yes. own universe, the I, idea of having to converse with someone like that is like, oh, this is such a work. But I think if you like it more, you like you like talking to people. Yeah. So those things aren't maybe as daunting. I also think that there's a, a part of like being a comedian and just being so deep in comedy that it's like not only is it hard to relate to potential dates? It's hard to relate to anybody for me. I get very like, all right, what do we, you know, like what's your, what's your thing? What's your edge? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, are we like, riffing or yeah, what? Can we talk about your bowel movements? <laughs> like what's going yeah. on? You know, well, I think that's uh, the big difference too, is that we're both from here. Yeah. So I've never moved anywhere. I mean, I, I guess I moved right. to Los Angeles proper, which is kind of a big deal for me. I would have never thought that. Um, but, We've moved here, so to me, I've never thought I'm going to make it. I've got, I have zero industry heat. That any shows and stuff I've been on is because my friends have uh, sold shows to Comedy Central or gotten those things like that. Mm -hmm. So to me, I've always been like, I want to be good. I want to be one of the best, but I have to set up my life in a way that I'm happy and comfortable. Right. And because it might take 15 years. Yeah. And it looks like, folks, it looks like it's going to take 15 yeah. years. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, for me, I feel the same way about myself. And I don't have good boundaries with comedy. Like, I've just kind of let it take over my life. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not dating ever. Yeah, no, I can't allow for my happiness or my self-worth to rise and fall on my career. But yeah. I think that's super important. And yeah. I think, and I think maybe MK. Yeah, what he got? This reality us. check time now. Right? Uh, Simon's writing out a reality yeah. check. <laughs> you stupid <laughs> fuck! It's actually a reality money order. Yeah, you say cashier's check. Cashier's to Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be good on the night. Ten. Uh, I mean, I think, um, I, I think there's nothing wrong. I mean, you know, the whole like comedians, you know, like. Like Nate Bargatze's thing of just like, you know, when he's like his TED talk about like what it takes to make it like I was out till five, six in the morning Does every he have a night. Does TED talk? I didn't know that. No, it's I mean, it felt like a TED talk. but it's, <laughs> And, you know, I think he's super funny. Yeah, you know, he makes me laugh a lot. But just like this, like this, like self-importance of like, you know, that this is the most important art form. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, I'd be five six in the morning you know out every night you know doing comedy and if and if you don't do that guess what you're not gonna make it mm -hmm. and i'm like bullshit yeah first of all five six in the morning what and then you went to your day job as well and then went back out like bullshit you didn't have a day job then right. if you're out till five six in the morning if you have to have if you have to work and then you also have to do comedy which is also work and you don't have anything else, then I don't think you really have uh, stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you're actually like living Wait, a is life. Is this still a reality check for no, me? Yeah. You know, <laughs> let me tell you something, Nate. No. No, I do think, though, I do think what Nate Bargatze said and all those people do, people who move to New York and everything like that, mm -hmm. I think it is true that that's how you make it and that's how you make it quicker. I think you can make it. In a healthy way, it's just going to take longer, yeah. And you have to have a lot more faith. But yeah, that's what McSpadden did. Keith Carey, those guys lived in like a fucking in a shed and yeah. just uh, drove anywhere to do a half hour, drove eight hours, and everything like that. And they they have jobs in comedy now. That's just not how I've ever thought I was going to make it. Or I that's think, not the life I've ever wanted. I think it's the difference is. I was thinking about this the other day, and I don't mean this as a dig on anyone's like material or anything like this, but I think there's a difference between like, do you want to become a like professional mm -hmm. or do you want to be like 
an artist and live, have that be like a holistic part of your life right, or something right. like that. Because I think like all of these people get jobs. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that necessarily is a, like if you're, if you need a job, the fastest way to get a job is to like be applying every day and looking on job sites and asking around and saying, this is what I'm doing. Like just mm-hmm. that single, like right. singular focus. Yeah. And I think that that is a way to like pursue a goal. If your goal is to like get, hired writing on a show or get a TV credit or something like that, but not necessarily this other, I don't know if that's like the right way of describing it, but like having comedy be, well, this is just my life yeah. as opposed to being like, Oh, this is a way that I have, there's like a a benchmark I need to hit or something. If you just accept that you're a comedian and all and doing comedy is always going to be something, then you can integrate it with these other things that make you happy, that give you material that, yeah, you just know that comedy is always going to be the right. context through which your life is lived. Yeah, and th- I think that there is like, I mean, there's value in the like in that holistic like both both are good. Yeah, it's just but, you just kind of yeah. have to decide what you want. And yeah, what's good for you. And I think people get successful doing mm-hmm. both ways. I think it's just that idea that it's like, well, yeah, if you want to be like a uh, a technician or yeah. something like that again and not as a dig on anyone's material to be like oh that's technical or not but i think it's, they're just different <laughs> yeah, but approaches technician material. <laughs> it's more like an athletic approach to something right, as opposed right. to like an artistic approach where right. you you know that's so interesting i yeah. love that i agree um we gotta go out we gotta go on a on a break oh that was a cliffhanger we didn't have a cliffhanger i mean we resolved it we, we resolved it and that felt right though uh, i do want to ask real quick i know this is your podcast but steve what is your sign I mean, oh, well, we, we got to go, go to the, the break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, Roommates for Life listeners. This is Julia Loken here. And Steve Hernandez. Did you eat something late night that you don't want your roommate to know about and made a big mess about of it in the kitchen? Are you supposed to be on a diet and you actually went and picked up some fast food and trying to keep it under wraps? What the fuck, Julia? <laughs> Well, then you need Simple Green Cleaning Solution. It gets it right out. They'll never know that you picked up Del Taco, and you can go on starting keto the next day like nothing happened. Simple Green. What mess? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, wow. I mean, Julia, that was so funny. That was the funniest stop. thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that was way uh, funnier than anything I've ever said. Right, we're just that's keep, true. We yeah. gotta keep this thing going at all times. <laughs> all times. Even the Matrix Act out. Even the Matrix Act out. Even the Matrix. He doesn't he didn't say, say it. it. <laughs> I don't say it. Modern got day it. Chaplin. I got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I think the last time I really did that bit was at the famed West Side Comedy Theater. Yeah. With your date. Uh, uh, not with the date. This, this was story's like, very funny. This was like three or four years yeah. ago. Oh, I've told you, yeah. So I'm like doing the act. I, I was already bombing, and I was like, all right, time to bust out the big guns. <laughs> Matrix. going to turn it all around. <laughs> Matrix act out. And like the thing with that bit is once you start, you can't stop. You got to go. It's like three minutes long. You got to do yeah. the whole thing. And so I'm just in the very beginning of it, and I'm just like, psh, psh, silence. <laughs> And then all I hear in the crowd is this old woman say to her husband, oh, my God, what is happening? (laughs) And then I do the other three minutes of that bit where I'm like, 
And for those of you that don't know, Simon has a notorious bit where he just acts out the Matrix for like three minutes. With barely any context. I, I really don't do it anymore. It's but, pretty you great. Know. It's fantastic. We it's... went out on a bit of a cliffhanger and we were going to talk about Steve's sign, but then we decided, oh, maybe more broadly we'll talk about everybody's. Well, no, I like this though because we are going to talk about my signs because uh, Julia, we don't really talk about this stuff in real life, but I'll, when I get her on podcasts, she'll tell me things that reveal things about Ooh. me. Yes. So uh, what I am is a Aries sun and an Aries moon. Oh. Very Aries. Ooh. And a Libra rising, which I've been told kind of tames those Aries down a little interesting. bit. Interesting. Well, because... It's interesting because Libra is the opposite sign of Aries. Oh. So, so to, a lot of times those are like the attraction is. Well, it's not so much. It's not so much like that. It's more like. Um, to when signs are opposite of each other, they have more or less the same kind of like overall goals, but just completely different ways of going at them. So it's just like two things running for the same target, but just coming from from different directions. Yeah. So where Aries is very self, um, it's the first sign. So it's like I gotta go. Like has no idea right. even that there's like the whole zodiac progresses, uh, like like life or like a person does and all of these things. And Aries uh, is the first one. A baby doesn't know that there's other babies or that there's other like life happening or anything. And it's just, uh, it's growing without regard to thinking like, Oh, should I be doing this? Should I, it's like, no, I need, I'm hungry. I need to eat. I'm getting taller. I'm doing all of these things. Whereas Libra is the the seventh sign, which is all about partnership and balance and, and um, harmony and all of these things. So it's, they, it's both about kind of like justice and fairness and, and uh, relationships in a sense, but oh. Libra's coming at it from this way of like, Oh, sometimes one person does something and sometimes the other person does it. Or like that it's important that everybody takes a turn that everybody has oh. like, you can't eat all of the food. I know you're hungry, but you can't eat all of that because someone else but has I to eat. I still do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat it. I'm hungry. Yes. Uh, I just got hungry right now. But it's interesting to have kind of both, I think, both sides of that taken into consideration because you do kind of see the world through this more, through both ways where it's like you can understand other people and you also are still an Aries. And so you understand it through the lens of like personal accountability and responsibility and action and all those things. Ooh. Fun. All right, I like hearing about myself. What, what but you, let's uh, let's since we got them here, we got, we're let's hear their, their we, signs. This is good for me and Siamese as roommates. And yeah, see, this, yes. is, we, and this see, is healing. Yeah, this see is what healing. we can figure because, out what some of their problems might be. I mean, and how once we can fix sure, this. yeah. How, you got, how do we fix it? How do yeah. we fix? Because you are in a relationship, okay? <laughs> you said he's never been in one his whole life, but we're in a relationship. You're in, we're in a, relationship. You're in a sexless, sexless, loveless relationship. No, I do love it. In the sense that we're both having sex with other people. Yeah. Only having sex only with other, other people. people. So, All right. So when I heard your chart, I was like, oh, that's interesting because it. I would think it would clash with everything I'm about all the time. But so, we, also, like, what? Go ahead. So, fun fact though, I have the same sign. I'm the same birthday as Simon's mom. Ew. Simon's mom is a cancer, and I'm a cancer, and we were both born on the same day. Same day. Okay. So I think so, right. he kind of gets a little bit the cancer. Oh man, that's rough. Job. Well, one thing I know about Julia that she says cancer men are psychos. She's got a thing. I do, but I also have a Capricorn moon, and that's why it's the opposite. 
So you have a sun and moon opposition to not exactly whatever. I'm using jargon. But that means but you're very sensitive. Very. I'm a sensitive she, boy. Yeah, used, she'll use the term crybaby, though. Oh. <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. Is that that's the cancer? That's the cancer. I've I've since come to understand my own projections towards towards cancer. Well, because men and uh, internalized. Uh, Toxic masculinity that we all suffer from too, but it's true. but yeah, can- Cancer and Capricorn are both very family oriented signs, Which so it is- makes sense that you would feel that way about. Um, so we should say family. my my sun sign's a Cancer, my moon sign's a Capricorn, Capricorn, and your rising sign is Taurus, and my rising sign is Taurus. Mm. Yes, and can you tell me what all the like? Yeah, what kind so, of guy is the, is MK yeah. if you got those? So I think that it's um, definitely. You come on. You can come on strong. I don't. No. Um, but I think <laughs> so I looked at. <laughs> I think it's biting, a. It's biting it's, his lip. It's a lot of. Um, Some might say charismatic. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> um, Taurus is a very sensual, opinionated, um, particular sign. Mm, yeah. Um, and so I think that you might. There, you know, all cancers. Cancers, the crab. But all cancers have a hard outs outside protecting their soupy, goopy inner mm-hmm. inner yeah. side. Um, and I think that that is also Capricorn Moon as well. Your Moon is your kind of emotions and what you need to feel nurtured. And I think that you might um, have difficulty, especially going back to your thing about the relationship, which is is a push pull between needing to be needing to kind of like take care, make sure you are being taken care of and being fearful of putting that in someone else's Mm. hands. Not so much that you don't feel like you can take care of someone else, but being maybe worried that there's um, either you're like not too much to hint, but like is someone, is someone going to be up to the task of taking care of me? I would, I would venture to guess that you have, I don't think it. I don't think they are. I don't think Simon is. I don't think Steve is. Yes. But I think that that's also, then it's like the, okay. Um, I'm, you know, maybe a little bit of, of testing Mm -hmm. with people, a little bit of like putting out your most kind of difficult and outrageous things at the beginning, because Mm -hmm. then if they do accept that, then they can kind of come in a little bit closer. Nice to meet you. I do comedy 18 hours a day. (laughs) (laughs) Will you date me? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm getting worse. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I'm failing. Even harder, but but knowing that you are you're sensitive and you care and all of those things. So any yeah. any of the any kind of evidence to the contrary is some self protective. Now, as somebody that's not a big, uh, I mean, I do like the astrology, but I don't remind me a sun and a moon and a rising. How do they? Re- what do they? So represent? your sun sign is kind of like your um, your ego, your the essence of of you. But then there's these other parts that are kind of either more specific like where you are how you behave in like your venus sign is your kind of like your values how you maybe behave in a relationship mars Mm. is kind of how we fight how we fuck how we are um like where our kind of like my mars is motivation comes from but your sun sign is like Mm. i'm your identity your ego but it is a little maybe a little bit more intellectual as opposed to emotional which Mm. would be your moon sign which is more of again your internal monologue your emotional being what you need to feel like 
nurtured Mm -hmm. in in really gendered terms you'd think of it kind of like sun and moon is more representative of like a mother figure which is kind of more again nurturing and and just emotional like my soft, mommy. softer um <laughs> cancer is ruled by the moon so having your having the moon sign as your sun sign um can also maybe be a little bit over identification with feelings oh. and not feeling like you're um i do feel like i feel a lot sure what i just said yeah i, I mean like i would I feel. that that <laughs> totally makes sense mm-hmm. yeah but having being again like that's kind of maybe more ne- it needs to be protected more because it is it is sensitive and feeling as opposed to some other like sun signs that are more like this is me, presentational this yeah. is me this is out there it's a little bit easier to identify with that because it is more like constant whereas the moon is constantly changing it's always changing shape and size and we can see it and sometimes we can't and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like this is me baby i'm the fucking full moon and then other times it's like i'm i'm just gonna i'm I'm gone yeah i'm gone i can't I can't I'm come out. Here. I'm sure. All right. All right enough it. about okay, yeah. yeah enough go, about this cry this baby. Let's <laughs> talk about me, All baby. All right, Simon. <laughs> so, uh, like Steve, I got a, I got two signs in a thing. I am a Gemini Sun and a Gemini Moon. Okay. And a Libra. Sounds gross. You're rising. Libra rising. Yes. I'm a Libra rising also. Hello, that's what I'm talking I'm about. I'm a Libra rising. And you're too. a Libra rising. We're all, Libra, we're all great looking. And yeah. um, I'm a Taurus rising. Taurus rising is nobody also cares about you anymore. Also interesting. <laughs> <laughs> also a Venus Venus ruled rising sign. So that also makes sense that we're all beautiful. And and entertainers. What is um, a rising sign? So your rising sign is kind of like the way that you um, present to the world. It's also how what you project in terms of like what you believe the like role of interactions is. Yeah. So like as Libra risings, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that's not it, that's not the case, but it is like it. Social interactions are meant to be pleasant and harmonious mm-hmm. and and fun mm-hmm. and um, like not too transactional necessarily but it's like very uh easy breezy and polite keep it light keep, keep it, light. it light keep it very on the surface it's social, but it's social it's fr- it's it's libra's yeah. out and about social butterfly everybody loves libra mm-hmm. um it's favorite yeah, show yeah it can it, it can libra. be superficial <laughs> yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. um but other times it's it's um yeah it's just i feel like it's like good at a party yeah. It's good at a party. Yes. Simon's good, good at a party. Y'all That's interesting. Party. Do you, um, you're, oh goodness. Okay. Well, I'm a nutball. No, I think that it, I think it's to me sometimes like having the same, I think having your same sun and moon sign is actually maybe good, especially as a Gemini, which can be kind of a fickle seeing things from all around. Yeah. Although you I'm are all people. air, you are all air. So that can, I would imagine be very on the one hand, uh, intellectual and kind of like able to be literally talk. above all of your like feelings. Mm-hmm. You're up here, yeah. but also not necessarily give your body and your feel your emotional body the time to like process things or understand that other people are not like up up here the same way yeah 
People don't live in their head like I do. Yeah, which uh, can be very great as a comedian, as a performer, and, and terrifying. A, yeah, but also you're all up here and not just kind of like sometimes and a living take, nightmare, taking a breath <laughs> and like feeling true, literally yeah. feeling your physical body existing on this plane. Well, when my too. dad did my star chart, uh, you know, because I, I like, oh yeah, go to the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the name of the episode. episode my, my, my dad did my, my dad star did chart. <laughs> And, you know, like, my parents are, like, original. Yeah. You know, this oh, was yeah. before any, like, I, this, I had to explain my parents to people <laughs> before. And now people are like, oh, my God, that's awesome, you know? And you're like, not as a kid. Yeah. Um, uh, well, you know, it was weird for Portland, the place that invented weird. So, yes. Um, but, yeah, when he did my star chart, he was like, you know, Simon, all his signs are in the air. So, you know, he's lucky he doesn't just float away. <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> Pat my stomach. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, we're not surprised he's not floating. <laughs> What's your Venus sign? So my Venus is also Gemini. Whoa. What, what's going on with me? I'm like the gem. But then my Mars, right? The way I fuck. That's in Scorpio, baby. Oh, Mars Scorpio. I'm I'm also Scorpio Mars. Oh, um, what does that mean? Scorpio Mars. You guys must like it up the butt. I'm Hell just yeah, kidding. dude. <laughs> it was uh, a I mean, joke I that Julia liked it up the butt. That was. Oh the, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm in Mars one, too. If I know one thing about Scorpio Mars, I know you like it. That's a gay joke, Steve. Get out of here. You gotta at least get a butt plug, Simon. Come on. I've I've tried like a finger and and there's like a pinch to it that I just. That's why you gotta get. A butt plug it's because a, pinch. A, a person can't you got to get used to your butt yeah and you'll with a butt plug you figure out how you know you work it you fuck yeah. yourself first mm -hmm. yeah you can't fuck someone else until you fuck yourself you know mm -hmm. i feel In like butt, that's true especially i wore one of those rings one time that was fun <laughs> pretty <laughs> recently all right so what kind of problems would these two have with those yeah. so, no tell us what do you what do you think? edit the part out where i just <laughs> Talked about cockerings. Yeah, yeah. No way. Keep nah, it. Yeah, I gotta in. leave it. In. We gotta leave. We it. leave Dude, everything. The, I love that we always say we're like edit that out of the nothing. Nothing gets say it's as is. It's as is. So I think that your big problem. Yeah. Um, I'm too talented. Yes, obviously it's, it yeah, is an issue. That's what it is. I feel it here right now. Um, no, I think it's gonna be overthinking. Um, for me. For you, it's yeah. gonna be overthinking, kind of. Interactions inter or int or interpreting things as more me having more meaning than they, than they have. I think that's going to be something for both of you. As mm -hmm. a, Scorp a Scorpio Mars um, is all about kind of like <laughs> say penetration. It's yeah. true. Mm -hmm. It's all about it is, butt penetration. I would say for for you for With your you probably will. This um, is MK. Yeah. Resent MK will resent things more even if you oh, will say things even if you say you don't you will take on the the mantle of um like oh I, i'll do this but you'll remember martyrdom you'll remember that you did it this guy's a fucking martyr over here yeah instead of just taking it and doing it you'll remember that you did it and you'll be internally keeping score but he's also internally keeping score but of a different kind not of a like feeling kind yeah. of a like well i did that is this a thing or is that a thing like i mm -hmm. oh i yeah. i moved to that but is he gonna think that way instead of both of you just kind of like again taking a deep breath and finding some kind of center <sighs> centering thing let it go. and um <laughs> remembering i think like neither of you have much 
fire in your chart, I don't think. <sighs> I want some fire. Which fire is like instinct? Mm. And let me look. I oh, I have a. <laughs> you have speaking of things that my butt, my Sagittarius <laughs> is in Uranus. Yes, and that yeah, is the, that's that's the only one. That's so, the only fire I so, got, baby. Oh, I, I have Sagittarius in Uranus. Yes, that's a you do too. Mm-hmm. What's called a that's what I felt generational planet. Um, <laughs> but it's it's remembering like what your goal is and remembering um what like having getting clear about your intentions with things yeah as opposed to like the what does this um reflect or like what are the ramifications of this or something where it's like if you're moving through your roommate scenario remembering like oh i just want to be i'm operating trying to be the best roommate i can be or like to uh, do the least amount of harm i can do then stop looking for other reasons to like refute or add to it at a certain point you have to like let it just be like yeah i'm gonna make a sandwich if he gets me if i use this last piece yeah i'll deal with the the implications of this but i'm not gonna like read too far into it yeah. or keep talking about the sandwich or whatever it like at a certain point you have to let it be what it is Do well if th- this episode has taught us anything <laughs> it's that uh i don't really use too much uh, mk's food stuff oh that's not true <laughs> You have used some of my stuff. What have I used? You've used a lot of my cream. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Scorpio Mars. Yeah, that's some Mars and Scorpio for your ass right there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just immediately go to blows. Yeah. Blows. Damn, we cannot stop. We can't stop now. Uh, So, I mean, that was... That was an incredible segment. I feel like we've healed. We've healed. I do want to ask, how do you think... Is it a good idea for us to do Confrontation Corner... Or is it, if we're like, if we're tallying things in our head, is that an inherently like bad structure for us to do? Um, no, if you feel like, do you feel like it brings you resolutions to things and you're able to do it in, because I do think that this would be actually a, a way for you to do it that would be less, um, could be less confrontational in a way because you Mm. know that you're doing it like for a pot. It still has to be listenable and you can't get too, you know, like it gives you some parameters (laughs) for like, you can't be just be (laughs) like, Simon's using all of my cream. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. He's talking about, who's been buying the coffee for the last six (laughs) fucking months. What are you even talking about? (laughs) It's true. I am giving Simon a hard time. And I've used all of his crap for the last six months. Yeah, yeah. He's been buying. He bought me a couple lunches. He's yeah. done. You've done a lot. Yeah, yeah. We're t- we're Italian. That's some Italian for you, you right to, there. You I know think what? you should then maybe <laughs> add another one of a like uh, the flip side would be yeah. like, here's what I'm confronting you about, but here's what I'm gonna like c- compliment you about, oh. or here's something ah. I'm here's something ah. I'm grateful for because it's also a reminder of like, oh. Simon drank all of my, used all the cream, and he buys the coffee, and I'm grateful for that right. because we can't have this without that. Yeah, reminding yeah. both both of you that <laughs> yeah. neither of you again is like it, it, this like uh, evil conniving person that's just operating to steal your goods or yeah. whatever. Like <laughs> confrontation, you still, yeah. you still actually choose to live with each other and enjoy each other's company. Clearly, yeah. yeah. Like so, having having times to remind yeah. yourselves like, why. Yeah, so it's like Simon, I'm gonna confront you about being the biggest piece of shit this week, but I like your red hoodie. Yeah, sure. But no, you have it. That's a, a joke. Complimentation. 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 Station. 
Well, we've... well, I forgive you. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I guess that leads us. I mean, uh, I mean, do we have time to do both roommate story and confrontation? Yeah, do, you, do one of you guys have a good roommate story? Oh, we kind of did, did a did big roommate one. story. You know, I mean, that's a pretty good. That's yeah, good that's one. that's a nightmare. I mean, I've just uh, I was thinking about um, God. I mean, I've had so many. So many bad roommates, and we've gone through all of them. I was thinking, do you remember last week we were talking about how I was a graveyard baker? Yeah. <laughs> I once spent a so summer... So he, he spent a summer uh, baking bread. At a summer camp. Never smelled doing better. Doing the graveyard shift. And okay. We ironically called me a graveyard baker. But this was when <laughs> I was like 20 killer. years old, and I was so... I was still like very much in the closet, and this was me being a weird roommate. So we literally had to share a room. Like, it was bunk beds, and me and this other guy. And... I remember, like, this is how closeted I was. I went to Walmart and bought a poster of, like, a hot girl poster, like Cindy Crawford, and hung it up on the wall. And the other guy was like, why would you ever put that up? And, like, he wasn't gay, but he was straight. But it, like no, he was just not twelve. Do that, at, yeah, at summer camp, and like, and I keep. I, sometimes I think about that, and I was like. Man, I was that was like like just insane behavior for a twenty year old to be doing. I don't know if that's insane. I think that sounds like twenty year old behavior. Twenty year old closeted, closeted behavior. Yeah, where was this camp? It was in Minnesota, in northern Minnesota. It's very dorky, but it was Spanish camp. Oh, okay. I was really into languages when I, and then I was I was a counselor and then worked in the kitchen too. But it's actually really fun because they cook like. Like Spanish cuisine and like cuisines native to Spanish speaking countries. So I got to, like, yeah, that is fun. I still love cooking. Come to our <laughs> our Spanish appropriation camp in Minnesota. Uh, no, they would even get like, they would even make it paella. Get, like, <laughs> Spanish. Not, I don't yeah. think it's appropriation, but maybe I should do it. I think it's more like appreciation. Yeah. yeah. Well, they would even get like, you know, like counselors from Spanish speaking countries to like help the kids learn. Oh, that's nice. And it's like, yeah, anyway. Yeah. That's just that's right now yeah. Steve loves the camp. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> do you speak Spanish? No. Hablar en español con I am uh, I am starting though this year though. We're nice. going on a big uh trip with my cousin, so I'm gonna start even the Duolingo thing. Ooh, nice. well, we went to Colombia this year too, and that really was the first time in my life where I was like, Oh man, I wish I could talk to these people. So I felt yeah. bad about it. But yeah. There is something about like when you learn a language, you like learning Spanish, you're like, Oh, there's a billion more people on the planet I can communicate yes, with. That's absolutely. really a cool like Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's why I did it. That's why Simon did it. Yeah, I forgot, but I already forgot how to do it. Uh, (laughs) So, all right. Let's that's a get. Roommate. That's not a long story, but that's a that's a roommate story for me. What you got an ar- you got an archive story? I don't right now. I mean, I was trying to think. You know, I'd like. I'm haunted by by that roommate uh, who I don't even want to say his name. It's like freaking Harry Potter. You know, like can't speak it. Um, but I I do remember this was <laughs> so so yeah <laughs> don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but you know, he basically for some context, this this guy was the type of guy. Uh, I don't know if there's any type of person like this, but he once and I've told this on the podcast before. He once thought someone ate a slice of his bread, so he took his whole loaf of bread, ripped it up into pieces, and in the carpet spelled "fuck off" in his own bread. <laughs> Damn, a that's man a, in his yeah. own bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, uh, 
you know, to go back to to what you were just talking about, it so he was actually extremely closeted. Oh. Spanish. He was, <laughs> he was extremely <laughs> Spanish. And I hated it. No. <laughs> um, can't speak his name because I can't pronounce it. Yeah. He, he actually he made it out of his own pan. <laughs> And I'm like, what are those tacos? I don't get it. Um, So, uh, so the way the the way the house was set up, uh, it was it was two stories with a basement, Um, and he he had he was in the basement. So, Mm -hmm. So there's three bedrooms, four of us. He had the whole basement to himself. Uh. And one night, and he and he was the type of guy who had pictures of like hot girls in his room. Yeah, and he was also like, he was one of those people that was just like, he literally never thought uh, a woman was hot. That any of me or my roommates would be like, oh wow, and he'd be like, oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then we'd be like, well, who's your type? Literally, the only woman that was his type was Jenny McCarthy. Oh. It's the only, and he had pictures of her in his room. Well, and she's uh, my type. Yeah, and he hated. He like only. <laughs> I remember as a housewarming present, my mom, <laughs> my Spanish mom, brought over enchiladas that she made. Uh, my very white mom, um, and uh, they had chicken in them. And he only ate turkey. He would get furious if there was like even chicken in. The, he would make some comment. And For he free enchiladas. You're complaining. Well, he I didn't he I didn't even really know about this. And he ate like two enchiladas. And he was like, oh, it's so good. And then at the end, he was like, wait a minute. Was was there chicken in these? Of course. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, Who dude." Turkey enchiladas. Yeah. Um. So that was the whole thing. But one. But one night. Um. Uh. Because the laundry, you know, washer dryer. <laughs> Looking back on it, this is like the best place I ever lived. We had a washer dryer, <laughs> two story basement. I, mean, I say this all the time, but if there was a washer and dryer in unit, I mm-hmm. like. I can't imagine such luxury yeah. anymore. It's Ugh. just like. Do you guys go to do your laundry at yeah, a laundromat? We, we have we have two washers and dryers downstairs. Yeah. Um, I don't I, even fuck with the ones in our building yeah, now. I just literally go to the laundromat and I'm like, that's fine. Maybe I go to Gracie's if we, Pizza. If we can get it in at that time. Uh, oh, yeah, we've gone to that. Yeah, we've gone to that before. one. Yeah. We go to this one at the end of the street, though. But um, if we if they're available at the time where we can do it, we'll be like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. But um, a lot of times, though, we'll just go down the street. Just if we were like, all right. If, if we exhaust our, our laundry and it's like, fuck, we got a shitload of laundry, we'll just go down the street. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going downstairs, uh, get home. It's like Friday night. And when I lived there, I was 19. And so, like, pretty much my house quickly became, like, the hangout spot for all my other 19-year-old friends who lived at home. And so I go down. Um, I go down to to walk downstairs just to like call his name because uh because yeah he had some quirks but this was very new into uh into the roommate living situation so i was still like inviting him to come hang out with us and stuff and so i was like i go down there and i'm like i'm like 
call his name, and I hear this like, like, like pretty like where someone's <laughs> just getting nailed, you know. But also like it's kind of muffled too. Um, sounds like someone's taking a huge one, and uh, and I and I'm just like. I like calls. I'm like, what? And then I'm just like, oh, and kind of get startled. And I walk back upstairs and within like 30 seconds, he has like, he's like almost sprinted up the stairs. He's shirtless. He's wearing pants and he's just, and he's like, sweaty. <laughs> and he looks distressed and, uh, and he's like, and he's like, oh, Hey man, did you call my name? And I was like, yeah, we're having people over if you want. And, uh, and then, uh, not even 10 seconds after that, another guy walks upstairs right oh. behind him and he's like, Hey, what's up, man? I'm, you know, so-and-so and I'm, I'm and this business partner. <laughs> yeah. And he's, and he's cl- fully clothed, but obviously like still like clammy and just Covered that kind of like, <laughs> uh, well, I like this guy more now. <laughs> yeah. But then but they were also like they looked like uh they had just been like smoking meth for days Ooh. or something. Yeah, like I mean, wide people's and then uh and then so my other roommates come home, my friends show up, we go upstairs to the second story and we're hanging out in my friend's room. We're all just kinda like and then we're like talking about it and we're kinda like, Whoa, what like what is going on? And while we're in the room we hear something against the side of the roof and we hear like some commotion. He has climbed up a ladder (laughs) to try and hear if we were talking about him, which we were, (laughs) but, and then we're just like, we, uh, my roommate like peeks out the window and he's like, he's like, he's like, yo. And then, uh, our roommate is just like, Oh hey, I thought I like heard something, or I was like checking, and uh, and then I I was like, this guy is uh, has some problems, and then I lived with him for another eight months, <laughs> and boy, are there more stories. Uh, but that was like, so I think that's what happens when, and he was also like twenty six or something. Yeah. So that's what happens, I think, when you repress yourself that much yeah. to a point of like. You've just lived a lie like yeah. for so long, and but anyway, he he scared me probably more than anyone else. By the end, I was like, I was like putting stuff in front of my bedroom door because it didn't have a lock. Wow! Because I I actually thought he was like going to try to like physically hurt me because there was all kinds of stuff that had once the bread thing happened, and then like he put his own toilet paper in the sink and flooded it. Uh, just like the passive aggressive. I'd that's never like, seen anything like it. I don't it. know if that's passive. I mean, it's like that's passive aggressive. aggressive, but it's also like very aggressive. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. You got any roommate nightmares? Oh, God. I had... No, there was one. I'm trying to think back. I feel like there was, there was more like... It would always be a fun person. Our co- My college roommate was this woman, Molly Palm, who was like mm. super rich and annoying as fuck and would like always... This is just more like funny. She would always have set like 17 alarms which i feel like i do now and now i'm like i'm such a fucking molly palm but it would go off like (laughs) early early morning after you'd just been drinking on like a tuesday in college 
Um, but I, it was my friend Kaylee and I, and we knew each other before college that lived together. And uh, we would not like gang up on her, but we would just be like talking to me like, oh, fucking Molly's so annoying. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But when we first moved in, we would listen to this one playlist that had a bunch of Dashboard confessional songs on it. Nice. Plus, <laughs> plus <laughs> Khaleesi's Bossy and London Bridge Fergie and then maybe one other song. How and we, come every yes, time I mean, around, true man. banger. I've been playing it again recently <laughs> oh, and so it good. lights the place up. Um, does have a weird outro though Moving on it that they leave on what's the outro the outro is that like british guy where he's like oh this song we're talking about like lundy 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 that's that black eyed peas bitch huh? like, like, a lot you have no idea why they're doing it um every time that part comes on when you play it on a jukebox i'm like why did i do this but anyways we would listen to it so much and we would be like i bet she's like super annoying like i bet she's like so sick of us listening to this playlist but we don't care because like fucking molly palm yeah. and then when we were moving out of the apartment out of the dorms we were like let's play our moving into the dorms playlist again just like for good times and then she just came in and she was like oh i've never heard this song before oh, <laughs> you're like fucking molly palm does molly it again palm. molly palm uh, let me say a few nice things so one nice thing about pete is i'm pretty sure at one point i came back here with are some... you trying not to get sued? <laughs> no, 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 no. i came back here one time after like day drinking with somebody some guy and the guy like begged to suck my dick <laughs> and, the, and I was like, fine, he could suck my dick. I'm pretty sure Pete might have saw, and he was real cool about it. He, he acted like he did it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Julia is a, a, a joy to live with. Yeah. Uh, she makes the place beautiful. We have so much fun together, and there's like, sometimes we look at each other, and it's like, I can't believe we get to have so much fun. We don't even have to do a confrontation this week. Oh, I, th I think that was the sweetest yeah. thing that I've heard yeah. in a long time. In a long time. But MK, what do you, what's, uh, you got something? I think... Uh, you you were a little hot today about something. Uh, uh, I'm gonna save it for next week. You're saving it for next uh, week. Oh, he's sitting uh, on it. I had a about but it. I'm gonna I'm gonna. This will be a cliffhanger for next week. I'm gonna confront my own father. Whoa! Wow. Next week, so stay tuned stay for tuned. next week. And you know, I mean, honestly, my life's uh, been pretty perfect uh, lately. But um, actually, uh, I want to confront something. <laughs> right. I, I have a feeling it's coming for me. It's not coming for oh, you. Okay, good. Because I think you should confront me about how much of your cream I've been using. <laughs> okay, yeah, I do want to. I was going to confront theater kids, but now I'm going to confront you because he's talking shit about the cream. I made coffee yesterday. Yeah. I go to pour. Yeah. I go yeah. to pour my own bot like sweetened cream. They have these like um, it's like natural delights or something, oh, yeah. but they make like it's like a sweet, sweet, cream, sweet one, cream one, like a vanilla one. So I, I go back and forth between I those. I do like a sweet cream. The sweet cream's great. And I'm very tired. I make a whole pot of coffee. I'm just like, I'm going to cook some eggs. I'm going to like make, you know, hash browns that I had what? bought. And I'm going to have this coffee and I'm going to really enjoy it, especially with my sweet cream. This, this goddamn son of, and like, how dare you bring up the me using your cream because I pull it out. I pull it out. He leaves an insulting amount in there. There was a little left in there. An insulting amount where it's like, you get it. And it's like, it turns the coffee, not even the color that you want it, where you know it's going to be good. It's just like, it's like, and it's like foam. It's like the end foam. And I just, I was like, 
I yelled, I audibly yelled out, ah! <laughs> And guess what? what? I forgive you. So there you go. I, I feel like I was setting this up for like talking about you using my cream and I was like, Yeah, you're like a masochist with that. I know. It sounds like someone wanted to be punished. I, well, the true story behind the cream is I like, you have a very nice and I have used your coffee and your cream, but you've generally been okay with it, right? Yeah, I, I don't and care. And I did like use it and I kind of poured it in my coffee and then I set the bottle back down and I was like, Oh, there's like none left in here. <laughs> I didn't mean to like, uh, and so I just put it back. Insane, folks! Like insane. Well, do y'all want to do a confrontation corner? Mm. No, that was so have, beautiful. I, know, I mean, like, can, I don't have anything to confront we, you. About. We're pretty good. We commun- I feel like we communicate. I mean, well. that was you feel like we communicate well. I think so. I think I'm. I'm more on the. Um, she definitely has to get more drunk. If she, that's when we have our big talks is when she's been drinking. I mean, that's when you well, want to drink. Or talk. <laughs> it is true, but it is more. I think that I'm. I'm more learning. I'm more on the. I think from reading a chart mm. on the MK tip of like uh, I'll hold on to things more, but not because it's like it's just because I'm like oh I didn't know you were allowed to say something about that. I thought you just like had to be okay with things not being good mm-hmm. or whatever. But not. But I think that. But I think that all of that to say that yes, I do think that we communicate very well, and you are always open to hearing what I have to say. Good. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. No. I know it is crazy because I've been in so many relationships, and then she'll say this thing. I'm like, well, you just told me I, w- I won't do that. I would love you. I want you to be happy. I don't. I, mean, I don't understand. Yeah, Simon. If you just told me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cream. Yeah. I just want you to be happy <laughs> and not use my goddamn cream. No. Uh. Well, this has been a, a this has been truly great episode. Really We're we are on fire lately. These All last right. these last few <laughs> these last few have anything to do with us? Uh, these last, I mean, the so podcast fun. in general yeah. is on fire. Listeners, people are loving. They've been it. picking picking. But we've also been picking. We've uh, the guess. last few weeks, great guests, and you guys good. at the top of the star chart on that one. Yeah. Um, anything you guys want to plug? This is coming out in a week. So anything Ooh, coming up this li- week? Listen to my podcast. What's your sign? Uh, new episodes on, on Mondays. We just expanded our Patreon offering. Ooh. So if you want to do that, um, check that out. Yeah. Our bonus stuff. We have merch and stuff now too. So That's right. so awesome. And you run it with? Uh, Stevie Anderson and Lisa Chenu. Great. Yeah, Great people. Amazing. That's such a fun podcast. Make sure you come to the Chatterbox every Sunday night in Covina, one of the best shows in LA. Hell yeah. Shows. Yes. Jonathan Brown and I have just started a brand new open mic at the Skiptown Playhouse called Girth. Uh, Formerly uh, a very fun show. Yeah, I mean, that was seven or eight years ago. I know. That's how long I've been around. I was like, holy yeah, shit. Uh, Girth, uh, it's an open mic, 20 slots. Uh, five bucks for four minutes. We're sorry we have to charge, but we're just straight up renting the space. But we just want to we want to start throwing. We want to have an amazing mic. LA needs some more of those. What time is it? Uh, that's time? at nine o'clock. Uh, and then we'll probably get started at nine fifteen. That'll be a lottery drawing. Twenty spots. Um, and we'll save some. Uh, we'll probably we'll have a separate thing for women and non-binary, so that we it's not a big sausage fest. Yes, uh, and we're just gonna run it like a show. Jonathan's yeah. one of my absolute favorite comics, so the idea of working with him and doing comedy with him every week—I mean, this I is, miss him. He's so yeah. great. He was our roommate. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a fucking great fun show. I'll just call it a show. Hell yeah! Uh, people come to throw down, and uh, if you're if you're just a comic, come give check it out. And if you want to watch some of the best comics in LA, come to the Skip Down Playhouse every Tuesday nine o'clock. Boom, boom. MK, what do you got coming up? Uh, 
you know, I have a few things. I have my uh, JFL audition. Oh. On uh, February 23rd of Dynasty This is the Tyler. year. No weeping this no year. Weeping no this weeping this year. No crying on camera. <laughs> no flying <laughs> home to talk about it with your folks. Yeah, dad, you know, I'm just like, you don't support me as a gay artist. <laughs> Next week I'm confronting him, so. <laughs> yeah, I was about to like. I'm going to do that before my audition this yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no flying home. Uh, yeah, no, check me out there. I'm going to be in Alaska. For a college gig on February 20th. Oh, cool. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Know, yeah, it's crazy they have colleges up there. <laughs> and also, it's saying how many listeners we don't have up there. Yeah. So, this is mostly well, that's just bragging change. that I'm going to Alaska. <laughs> Simon, what you got? Uh, just follow me on uh, Instagram, Simon Gibson. And uh, what Simon. About that? What about your Utah weekend? Well, this is coming out after that. Oh, is that so this weekend? Uh, that's this weekend, oh, that's yeah. That's so cool. So, it's, I'm missing it. Uh, but yeah, just Simon Gibson comedy. Comedy.com. <laughs> com. That's important yeah. uh, for all future dates. And uh, this has been a fantastic episode. Thank you so much yeah, for being yeah, on it. Let us come over. Steve Fernandez, Julia Loken. We're so grateful. MK Paulson. Simon Gibson. Hey, Simon. What? I love you. MK, I love you too. Love and I love you guys. guys. We're so grateful. We'll see you next week. Bye.